0: this episode.
1: Uh, I kind of started my career in, in geekdom, probably thinking, how in the hell did he get into storytelling? That's another story. Or does this boundary of one data set overlap another boundary of another data set? Quite frankly, I couldn't find a thing.
0: Well, you did say this is one from
1: the geeks. So. Yeah, I did. I put that out
0: front. <laughs> put that out front. I will tell you, I'm going to learn that
1: story because it is a corker. I'll never
0: be the same again. <laughs> That's
1: great. That's a real insight for him, isn't it? Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan, And hi, everybody. I'm
0: Mark Shank. And welcome to this episode, uh, episode 102, I think.
1: And Sean, over to you. Your, your turn for the story this week. Okay, well, this one is definitely for the geeks in the audience. Uh, I kind of started my career in in geekdom. My first roles really were as a computer programmer. I worked for Oracle. I worked for Sybase. You're probably thinking, how in the hell did he get into storytelling? Anyway, that's another story. Um, But when I had a a sort of contract uh, in the late 80s to help build a a system to track scientific data sets, right? It was in the government department, uh, it was Department of Primary Industries, and they had all these spatial data sets that they were describing. But the thing that was missing from this system, which is quite surprising, is it didn't really have a strong spatial element. And they needed to be able to say things like, okay, is this spatial data set within this boundary? Or does this boundary of one data set overlap another boundary of another data set? And they didn't have the algorithms for doing that. So they said to me, because my original degree was geographic information systems, um, all that sort of mapping stuff. They sort of said, Sean, go forth and find the algorithms that we're going to plug into this computer system so that it can speak this spatial language. So off I went. It was, of course, pre-Google days. So I went to the library uh, over at ANU, and I searched geographic information systems. I searched spatial information system algorithms. You know, I was looking every term that I could think of that might reveal this, you know, sort of treasure trove of algorithms I needed for this system. And quite frankly, I couldn't find a thing. And I went, it probably went for a week of searching, And just came up with absolutely zero. And then one day I'm sitting there just reading through, because, you know, you got to read through all these journal articles to see if you can get any pointers. And I'm reading this journal article, and I see this phrase, computational geometry. And as soon as I saw it, my eyes lit up. I just went, oh, my God, this this is the key. This is the thing that is going to unlock. I was so excited. So I, I started typing in computational geometry into the uh, library system. And lo and behold, in the journals, I found the full suite of spatial algorithms, you know, point, you know, in polygon, you know, polygon over polygon, all these algorithms essentially um, were the basis for a geographic information system, all written in Fortran, uh, all, all things that I could take that and program into our system, And I must admit, the guys were pretty pleased. I think we made an absolute groundbreaking discovery for us anyway at the time. Of course, GISs were still being built by others who knew all about this, but we had discovered it again. Anyway, what do you reckon, Mark? That's my little uh, discovery story for the day. Oh, I love it. I love it.
0: I'm I'm very excited to use this story. Um, So... Where so this was in Canberra? It was in Canberra,
1: yeah, yeah. So in okay. fact, I I'm, I I remember the actual library because there's lots of libraries on the campus of the Australian National University. I start off in the big library as you do, um, but all this stuff was in this uh, physics library down near the lake. They had the physics department and it had its own library, which you sort of had to be a postgraduate student to get access to. I just sort of made up some excuses to why i should be there and it looks beautifully over lake burley griffin it had these best views you know best views of anu and so i sat there just poring over these algorithms these fortran algorithms who could ever think someone could be so excited through uh, uh, lines of code well you did say this is one for the geeks you said yeah, i did i put that out front
0: <laughs> you put that up front <laughs> yeah i guess what for me one just we've got to be careful of just saying ANU because uh, overseas people probably I have no, no idea. idea
1: what ANU is. No yeah, idea. As, I, as I said it, I went, okay, I should probably amend that in another version. Yeah. 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 But it's just an important uh, tip
0: generally just to be aware of the audience and to make sure you don't use language that doesn't work for the audience. I mean, mind you, some of that language that you used was quite complicated, and I'd have to work hard to tell that story. Um, right. But I, 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 I will tell you, I'm going to learn that story because it is a corker. And we'll talk a bit more about that when it comes to mm. how do we use that story. Yeah, in this yeah. Context.
1: I mean, a thing of things so I, like, I liked, I liked the week. I liked it was a week that you were frustrated. Yes, yes. It was, you know, what would be good? if I was to make that story better, and I'm jumping ahead here, but it would be better. And I'm not too sure I can turn it into this, but if I had like three goes at finding it and failed, you know, you know how stories love threes, Um, you know, I tried this and that didn't work. And then I tried that and that was a failure, you know. And then at the end of that one week, boom. Unfortunately, it didn't unfold like that. It was just me pouring through these journals one after the next just getting nowhere, really.
0: All right. And so for me, if, you know, if we're scooping air how to make it even better, then, then your frustration, uh, amping that up, your fear that you were going to fail and imagining having to go back and say, I can't find anything and everyone going, oh, you're hopeless, you know, like the amping that up.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. It's funny though, of course, you know, this is a number of years ago. We're talking the late 80s, so... I'm thinking, is that 40 years? Far out! Oh no, don't don't start that.
0: <laughs> so my <laughs> recollection of
1: it is, is 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 fading somewhat, but I probably did feel like I can imagine I would have felt like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine you would have felt like that too, because you
0: probably, again, in how to make it even better, you probably approach that task with some
1: confidence, because the algorithms
0: are going to be out there.
1: I, I just actually am. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be a straightforward, you know, just down to the library and pick up the algorithms (laughs) and bring them back. You know, that's, that's what I thought. (laughs) Little did I know Uh, you crazy
0: guy. Anyway. Uh, So I just think you could amp up that and perhaps not give away the, the, the word key, you know, like you said, I was looking for the key. Uh, Yes. You were just looking at the algorithms and then you found the key. that unlocked the algorithms. That's it. Yeah. Um, So anyway, like these are, these are minor, Uh, ways to
1: improve it uh, Mm. are still very one of the uh, reasons why I I kind of like this story I I haven't told it that often I would say but I can imagine what it does if I can think of a good business you know use for it it gives people a different insight into who I am it's kind of like a, a kind of weird connection story Right. Yep. Oh, I, I agree. It, it, I think it's I mean, a tr- I'm,
0: tremendous connection story.
1: Yeah. Like if I'm working with a group of real technical folk, um, this could be a good story to to share. You know, if I can have a reason for telling it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we uh, we've got a
0: great reason to tell it, and I, it's, this is where I'm very excited to use it. In that our uh, spotting stories framework, right? We talk about that as being the key to open opening accessing the power of business storytelling, which right. is simply what the heck is this thing, right? What are we looking it's for? A very, yeah. So what is this thing you're looking for? Well, it's a, it's actually an event, right? It's a series of connected events. It's got a time marker and a place marker. And once you've got that key, then the world changes.
1: Yes, that's right. All of a sudden, it's uh, there for you to see. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's that's really the key point. It's uh, now, it's was, about... Uh, yeah, I think it's it's also about this language, you know, having the right language. Without the right language, you don't get access, and um, and I think that's that for me. That's a big element of it. You know, you you're grappling around, you're trying to find something, but until you had the right language, it was like today. I was, um, um, oh god, I'm I'm having a, a name blank but I was I was I was looking at. Um, the what financial sort of uh, reports reporting the finances of organisations, and they have their uh, essentially their um, their calls that they 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 do on a yearly basis to you know more or less take through. I mean, it took me a while to find the language to to find the right sort of call, uh, and of course now I've forgotten it. So how well has that uh, sort of sunk into my mind? Um, going back, going to, go, there's a segue for you. Going back. Uh, into in you know, a little story um the thing that uh you know really surprised me from then is that once you had those algorithms you then had access to all these other things you were shown techniques you were shown um you know who were doing who was at the cutting edge um you know like the fortran stuff was like old hat stuff for us no one was doing fortran by the time you know, all of our stuff was in C at that stage, um, apart from the, you know the SQL stuff. But it was, um, <laughs> yeah. I know. Sorry, jargon there. Let's cut the jargon. Yeah. But, but I guess what I'm saying is that you know you were not just given the basic access; you were giving the full access in some ways, which yeah. was, which i yeah. So
0: it's just like you know, like opening Pandora's box. Just so probably not as painful. at the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh and, and in relation to the spotting stories framework I was running an anecdote circle yesterday and so an anecdote circle is simply a focus group where your task is to collect people's experiences yeah. and so I had I don't know 10 people in in the and it was done virtually and as is usual people always lead with their opinions and even though you give examples and tell them exactly what you're looking for we are so it's so hard to get people down to story level and there was a one one gentleman who was but obviously super smart, but really had difficulty. And I kept going, come on, one level, one level, zoom in, zoom in. You know, just trying to get him to zoom yeah. in on a particular moment. Yeah, yeah. And then he did, he did. And he kind of went, you know, I had this like, Oh, and, and then a few minutes later, somebody else was doing the same thing. And he said, Oh no, I'm never going to go to another meeting and look at it in the same way ever again. i'll never never be the same again (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's a real insight for him wasn't
1: it you know
0: yeah yeah just when he just realized how prevalent this
1: assertion method of communicating is yeah yeah fantastic so well um what do you reckon we're going to give it a score
0: well before we do just i mean in terms of business applications for me business application Anything where there is uh, uh, access, where you need to find the key that unlocks something. Yeah. So uh, you might you might be tackling a, a a really hard problem, like a project problem or something. You go, folks, look, and you tell that story. So we have to find the key that kind of opens this up for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. What's so a, yeah, it might not yeah, be easy, but once we geometry, do, computational
0: geometry.
1: Yeah. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Computational geometry. Yeah, I'll struggle with that, <laughs>
0: but. Um, but So I think that it's got a good application for anything like that, where you're struggling to find the solution to a problem. And it's like, keep going. Because once we find that we potentially, you know, the whole thing can unravel and we can solve it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great application for it. I think that's, I can't think of any other particular application. I think that's the key business application for that story. It's probably why I haven't told it that many times uh, out there because I haven't had that many reasons to do it. Um, But, yeah, it's it's certainly for me, it sort of sits, it's a story that sort of sits in my history, right, in the sense of, you know, it was one of those challenges. It would be probably a story if I was still in that space, you would tell at a job interview, right? Because it's the yeah. classic, you know. Here's the challenge, and here's how we overcome the challenge. And it's to do with persistence in many ways. You could have easily done a couple of days of looking at it and gone, "Ah, stuff it. There's nothing out there. It's obviously proprietary. You can't get access to it. The likes of Arkinfo and whatnot have already, you know, snaveled all that up. Um, sorry, guys, can't be done. Right? That's that was a potential. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, for some reason I just kept going and maybe because I was fearful of bringing back nothing. So having the right right motivation could actually be a part of this as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. That's been you know sort of quite a a, a therapy session for me, Mark. I appreciate that. I hope you feel better. I do. I do. I now understand. (laughs) I have meaning. I have meaning around that story. Okay mate, uh, I'm going to call on you for a, for a rating. What are you going to do? All be? right, I'm going to give that I'm going to I'm going to give that an 8. Yeah, it's an 8 for me as I'm well. going to use that. Yep. Yep, it's a it's a nice story to tell. Terrific. Okay. Hey, for everyone who has stuck with us and it's the end of the show now. Um, before we go, I wanted just to uh, direct you into our uh, school story lab program, right? Just a a little plug for that because Uh, If you know of a school that is interested in crafting their school story, their their strategy story, we've got a fabulous program. We're in the middle of one now, one cohort at the moment. Um, New cohort starts in May. If you go to our website, just direct them there, point them to the appropriate place on the website. We'll put that in the show notes as well. And uh, they'll love it. Absolutely. The people who are going through it now are absolutely really loving the process. At the end, they can get to tell the story that helps explain why they're doing what they're doing. And, God, that's you know that's gold for, for any organisation, really. Right, let's wrap this up. I just want to thank everyone for listening to our show today. Anecdotally speaking, appreciate it. And uh, tune in next week for another episode of How to Put Your Stories to Work. Bye for now.